0: Welcome to the Minor and Landis Immigration Update, the podcast that immigration professionals and foreign nationals turn to for up-to-the-minute information. This slightly abridged podcast comes from an article that was written by immigration partner Lynn Walker, which appears in full on her LinkedIn page. There are some links and footnotes there that will make getting to the various resources mentioned in the article a lot easier. If this information is urgent for you, I very much suggest you check that article out. And as always, please spell Lynn L-I-N when searching for her content. So let's get to the topic of today's update. It's a very timely and important news bulletin. DHS extends the parole and employment authorization for certain Ukrainian nationals. On March 10th, 2023, with little notice or fanfare, the department of homeland security or dhs updated its website to state that it would on a case-by-case basis extend the parole and employment authorization document of ukrainians admitted into the united states under humanitarian parole now this is huge As the Russian invasion of Ukraine enters its second year, DHS has determined that there are urgent humanitarian reasons as well as a significant public benefit for extending the parole of certain Ukrainians who arrived in the United States prior to the Uniting for Ukraine program. Specifically, Ukrainian citizens and their immediate family members who were paroled into the United States at a port of entry between February 24, 2022 and April 25, 2022, will be considered, again on a case-by-case basis, for a one-year extension of their humanitarian parole and EAD. DHS estimates it will take approximately four weeks to complete this process. If an individual's humanitarian parole is extended, DHS will proactively make available online an updated Form I-94 with the extended parole period. The period of humanitarian parole will be extended from the individual's current expiration date without a gap. Individuals can retrieve and download an updated Form I-94 as evidence of their extended humanitarian parole at i94.cbp.dhs.gov. And again, that link is in the article on Lynn Walker's LinkedIn page. Individuals who have their humanitarian parole extended will also be eligible to receive an extension of the EAD for an additional one year and will receive a Form I-797C from USCIS that can be used to demonstrate their continued employment authorization. In this regard, it is vital that Ukrainian citizens who were admitted into the United States under humanitarian parole and received their EAD based on that, ensure that USCIS has an updated mailing address where the Form I-797-C can be mailed. We cannot emphasize the importance of this enough. Ukrainian citizens who believe that their humanitarian parole should be extended, but do not see an updated Form I-94 online by early April, should email... TCCPMO@cbp.dhs.gov, at cbp.dhs.gov. And again, this is in the article on Lynn's LinkedIn page. Ukrainian citizens who believe that their EAD should be extended, but do not receive form I-797C by the end of April should email Ukrainian EAD extensions at uscis.dhs.gov. Ukrainian humanitarian parole recipients may pursue multiple immigration pathways at the same time, and this process does not impact other benefit requests, including those who have applied for temporary protected status, been granted TPS, or applied for asylum. However, it should be noted that humanitarian parole will terminate automatically upon departure from the United States. Individuals with humanitarian parole who plan to depart the United States and wish to return must first apply for advance parole under the U4U program or some other non-immigrant visa classification in order to be considered for re-entry into the United States. If you have any questions about the U4U program or humanitarian parole or any employment or family-based immigration questions at all, Feel free to DM Lynn at her LinkedIn page, and she will do her best to answer your questions. Thanks for listening. Disclaimer. The information contained herein is intended only for educational or informational purposes and is not a substitute for legal advice. Further, listening to this HR tip in no way establishes an attorney-client relationship between you and Minor and & Landis LLP. Listeners should consult legal counsel for definitive advice regarding the current law and regulations and how those apply to your unique situation within your organization.